Welcome to the Intentional Leaders Podcast with Cindy Wetland. Episode 8, Knowing Your Values. Hi, I'm Cindy, an educator, certified coach, and passionate learner on all things leadership related. It seems like just yesterday I was fresh out of grad school, wanting to make my way in the world, longing to make a difference to people, to team, to the business. Little did I know how challenging it would be. Fast forward several decades later, I've made a career of leading while teaching and coaching thousands of leaders to be at their best, most effective selves. Along this journey, I've captured so many insights, lessons, and techniques on how leaders become amazing, and also as leaders, when we get it wrong. I'll share them all right here. Because I founded Intentional Leaders to provide easy access to these kinds of lessons and equally important to help you build the presence, confidence, and credibility you need to be the leader that everybody wants to work for. Because I know leadership has its challenges, but learning to lead shouldn't be one of them. Last year in Madison, Wisconsin, as in other communities, there was so much social unrest. On a main street downtown, which we call lovingly State Street, storefronts were boarded and then literally covered, eventually in murals representing individual and collective values of a community. What a sight. Heartbreaking in some ways and inspiring in others. There was pain and there was hope. But on those storefront, there was a gallery of values. But in everyday life and in leading or managing others, our values aren't often that apparent. We don't walk around with maybe those words etched on our faces or on our bodies. Although I would argue, I guess, tattoos are indeed a form of art and many times are an expression of our values or the things that we hold dear. I know mine are. But wouldn't it be great if we were that transparent? For your boss who values integrity, or your employee who values empathy, or maybe your peer who values teamwork, we could understand their foundation and so frequently their behaviors. And if we knew that, we'd probably think very carefully about navigating through those values or with those values, and potentially we could honor them very deliberately. Because the culmination of our values and our beliefs, it makes us who we are, and it gives us a unique identity. Others form an impression of us based on them, because our values are our principles, our standards of behavior, and it's what we think is important in life. I don't know if we think about how frequently they guide us or inform our decision-making process. They create focus. They can also create anger when they're violated. And again, we saw that in the social unrest last year, literally splashed on storefronts, the violation of things that people honored. The reality is when we live a life in alignment of our values, we're happier and we're less stressed. We're more in balance. When we don't, we experience a kind of dissonance. We know something's not right. And maybe we don't even know what that is. I think of so many people that I work with who say they're people pleasers, 
and they put other people's needs before their own. They often know that, that they're putting themselves in situations in which maybe their values are not in alignment, but boy, is that behavior hard to change, particularly if we don't examine them. So values guide us, but where do they come from? Sometimes it's influenced heavily by our family. I know with mine, they definitely are. Our work ethic, the fact that we value, I think sometimes work before fun, but it's what got all of us in my family through college, through our education, our focus on that, putting ourselves through college, which at the time was different from, of course, today's world. But that emphasis, that work ethic is pervasive in our family, as is this sense of independence. But we may be influenced by our family or our religion, our relationships, or our work situations, even our access to education. So we're definitely affected by our environment. And again, frequently, we aren't even aware of this process. We just adopt those values very unconsciously. Some of our core beliefs aren't even recognized as such. Knowing how much they affect us, I consistently weave the discussion of values into leadership series that I'm doing. For many of you that have been in one of those series, you probably recognize that. And I think about doing that openly and transparently. It's hard to lead with our values if we don't know what they are. I had a manager that I worked with and she very much valued strategy, thinking strategically, being future focused. She found purpose in considering that future, understanding it, building it very intentionally. She found herself working for a leader who was very tactical, very day-to-day and very operational. What was interesting about the observation of that is they might have been able to form a great partnership because when our values are out of alignment, it doesn't necessarily mean huge disconnects in our relationship. It means that we have to be aware of those differences, reconcile them, value the diversity potentially, and even honoring them. But that was not to be. Another time I worked with a group and I was doing this team session and I knew in advance there were several people who weren't, you know, in air quotes, getting along. What we did was the DISC assessment for any of you who are familiar with that personality assessment, which is very helpful in uncovering our behavioral preferences. But we also did a values assessment in which people assessed what their top values were. I had the participants put them on sticky notes the top values prioritized. And what was so interesting, it was very obvious to see where some of the disconnects were between some of the people who weren't getting along. One valued professionalism and dependability and reliability and stability. Her coworker valued creativity and innovation and collaboration and teamwork. And once those two individuals saw those values side by side, It opened their eyes to some of the differences, but it also opened their eyes to how rich their relationship could be if they valued the diversity of their beliefs. And there was a great discussion across the whole team about how could these values work in harmony and could they be used purposefully to strengthen the relationships in the team. It was this moment of clarity and awareness and a deepening of trust 
that was visible and profound in this team. And it was really fun to watch. So as I think about values and as I think about planting some seeds of intentional leadership, these would be some of the seeds I'd plant. One is to assess values. In my notes, there's a link to an inventory of words. The idea behind this inventory is to go through it and just check all the words that resonate with you. And then to go back and prioritize those words and create more focus about what ones you really think are important. Or you can go online and um, there's a great company called the Institute on Character. They have a values in action assessment and you can highlight your own values. They also consider those values very frequently related to people's strengths. When I did it, not surprisingly, some of my top <laughs> my top values came out to be a love of learning, fairness, gratitude, hope, and those things were very much in alignment with things that I hold dear. Sometimes it's like a no-brainer, like, well, of course I value those things, but sometimes there are some surprises as well, and that's so fun to see. But in addition to just assessing them, I think we really need to prioritize them as well. We need to navigate and understand with constraint those that are most important. So we could come up with like a top 10 list or we could come up with a list, but that doesn't necessarily guide our decision-making. The priority helps us with constraint, what's most important, and that's what we honor. It also helps to keep our values in the forefront making sure that they're visible, that they actually do guide our decision-making, and that when we create goals for ourselves personally or professionally or within, within our organizations, that we ensure that there is alignment to our values, that they support the things we care about. I really wish in hindsight that I would have been clear on my values much earlier in my career, that they were a guiding light for career decisions and uh, organizational decisions that I made about where I was going to thrive. It's also important to remember that values are aspirational. It was funny because a couple weeks ago in a class, a a guy asked me that. He's like, well, Cindy, um, like, are these things we're doing or are these things we want to do? And I absolutely feel like values are aspirational they're the beliefs and the things we hold dear because we don't always live by them each and every day, but we don't have to beat ourselves up if there's a disconnect. We want to recognize and we want to determine how we can do better going forward. How can we make sure there is an alignment in our values and in the living of them every day? Elvis Presley has a quote, I tend to think of Elvis Presley as like the gyrating kind of, you know, he he was so culturally transformational in so many ways. But then I found this quote that he said about values and I thought, whoa, Elvis, deep and insightful. So here's his quote, values are like fingerprints. Nobody's are the same, but you leave them all over everything you do. And I thought that's beautiful. My thought is, yes, let's leave them on everything we do, but let's also talk about them very transparently. 
Let's talk about them to ourselves. Let's talk about them to others, to people we work with, to people we lead, to people we care about. We seek out this insight about how we're similar and how we're different, and we can live and honor that diversity of values and beliefs rather than being judgy and frustrated by them, which interestingly, we're going to talk about in the next podcast when we talk about um, triggers and the things that bother us with people we work with. Because if we did that, imagine we have the chance to be like the stunning visual gallery on State Street in Madison. We would have a chance to honor all those similarities, but also all those differences, because that's the imprint we leave on the world. I hope this episode inspires you to go out and determine your values. And I hope you'll join us next time where we're going to talk about our triggers. Yeah, this is kind of the dark side. It'll be like a little therapy session because you'll get to examine all the things that bug you at work and what they mean.